Mitch, Adam's here as well, and we're going to get straight into our recap of the divisional round. Uh, a little heartbreaking for the Browns fans, we'll get to that later on. Um, we're going to kick off with Rams-Packers. Adam, you were pretty high on the Rams going into the season, and I think that paid off, that assumption, so let's hear it from you first. I mean, going into the season, I had the Rams being a uh, six or a six seed, I think, or and I had them playing the Seahawks round one. I had them beating the Seahawks round one, so I got that far. Uh, this week, um, I don't think anybody had much hope for the Rams. The only hope was uh, Jalen Ramsey shutting down Devontae Adams. But the issue for Ramsey was that you got to guard Adams the whole game. I mean, I respect that you held him to only four receptions for 32 yards. And the touchdown, I don't really blame on Ramsey because of the motion and everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> overall, like, people were debating it and stuff. I'd still say Ramsey won that matchup. Uh, Jared Jared Goff, he played a good game. The issue is he just wasn't efficient, which is what Rodgers was. He completed only two less passes than Rodgers, but also had 100 less yards. And I feel like for this yeah. game, that that's really what it came down to for them. Yeah, I can see that. I did not think the Rams were going to beat the Packers. I think to me, it's fans or not, it's tough to win at Lambeau in January. That's just one of those places. Same thing with Foxborough. Um, I'm really, really excited to see where Aaron Rodgers can take this team, but we'll get more into that in our championship predictions. Um, I think I mean the Rams just need to figure out their offense. Sean McVay is an excellent head coach, but apparently there's trouble brewing in LA. Um, who knows if Jared Goff will actually be the starter in a few years. I definitely think he'll start this year, but it seems like there's some issues on their end. So that could be something to look out yeah, for. Yeah. Uh, another issue for the Rams this game was that they didn't have a really a, a healthy Aaron Donald. I mean, he he did play, but he played probably the least snaps we've seen him play all season. And saying that the Rodgers didn't have the pressure on him that he usually would have against this Rams defensive line. Um, other than that, I mean, nobody really expected much out of the Rams in this game. So for them to lose by only 14, you got to give them some credit. But that that's all I got to say for this game. Anything else, Mitch? No, that's all. All right. On to the, uh, the most boring game for me, at least. Um, the Ravens versus the Bills. Uh, this hurts. As a big Lamar fan, um, to see the Ravens down – 10 to 3 in the red zone on the 20 yard line where Lamar Jackson has never thrown an interception before. And for him to throw a pick six, it, it hurt to watch. As a big Lamar supporter, that was, it was gut wrenching. I mean, this game is on Lamar Jackson and nobody else. I understand it was a bit windy, but Lamar's got to make those plays. And I understand he went down with a concussion and all, but even before that, he wasn't doing what he needed to do to win this football game. And I'm not going to blame it fully on him because there were many drops. I think if this Ravens team wants to take that next level step, they need to find a receiver this offseason to pair with Lamar because, as we've seen, Hollywood Brown is not going to get the job done for him. Um other than that, this, this this Ravens defense did a great job slowing down Josh Allen, and I got to give them credit for that. And to everybody's shock, this game was on the offense. Yeah. I mean, as a big Lamar hater, this was a fun one for me. Uh, even when his backup came in after the concussion, the quarterback play improved, which was 
interesting, to say the least, if you're a uh, Ravens fan. I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far to say it improved. No, but it, it, was not it, didn't, look much, it didn't look much different. No, I really didn't. Throwing to Mark Andrews. Although I would say, I mean, I think that the backup's got a better arm than Lamar. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, like he, he shattered the narrative, Lamar, in the sense that, okay, yes, he won a playoff game. But when you look at his stats compared to the playoffs mm-hmm. and the regular season, granted, when you're in the playoffs, you're automatically, by nature, playing better teams. That usually and that can accompany uh, better defenses, but he's one and three, and he's significantly worse in every statistic. Yeah, and even when you say that in the uh, playoffs, I mean, last week we saw him play Tennessee, and the game he played versus Tennessee earlier, he played much better. And um, yeah, he exactly. So um, I'm happy the Ravens are going home. I, I hate the Ravens. I think that Lamar's running back, and I'm on the Dallas train now. For sure. Josh Allen, it was a little bit of a quiet game for him, but um, when you're going up against one of the best cornerback duos in the league and Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey, it's tough to get too, too much done, and they did their job. Bill's Mafia is very, very excited. And then that was the other thing that I wanted to bring up. Bill's Mafia is usually known for breaking folding tables, shotgunning beers, tailgating, doing all this rowdy stuff, but let's be honest, they're also some of the classiest fans at the same time. They their team is heading to the AFC Championship, and they could have gloated. They could have, and I'm sure you know some did, but they could have been like very excited about the Lamar Jackson injury. But no, they didn't. They donated to his cause. They honored his valiant effort out there. It, it's amazing that it, it was they raised so, over three hundred thousand dollars for Lamar. Like you don't see that every day out of a fan base. And while this fan base has a lot of passion and heart, they also have a lot of respect for their opponents which we saw in this game. This isn't like the NBA Finals where the Raptors played the Warriors. Katie got injured and the fans were cheering. I mean, you you never want to see a player go down in a sport, and especially to a concussion. This, head injuries are some of the scariest things. Um, So it's just all my respect goes to that Buffalo fan base. And uh, to all the Buffalo fans, get your tables while you can while they're on sale at Dick's in the Buffalo Bills section. <laughs> Um, that's all I got to say. Um, do you, do you have anything else, Mitch? No, I think the bills are probably the team to beat in the AFC right now. I mean, there's only two teams left, so no, exactly. I still think that they're the, I think that the chiefs might be playing a little bit of underdogs coming into this game, especially considering Patrick Mahomes may it's looking he'll, like he'll play. He's, he's, but I think he'll play. Um, it's a five to seven day timetable but when you've got a superstar like that you might not want to send them back on day six and a half that's the only thing but yeah um i guess we'll move on to that game as we're speaking of it in the browns versus the um chiefs uh yeah I, i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be straight up you're you're gonna 100 agree with me the browns didn't deserve to win this game no I don't, we shot ourselves in the foot they the rashard higgins play you can argue about it all you want but at the end of the day, that's a 50-50 call. It will go one way one time. It'll go the other way another. I'd like to see more consistency from referees, but I don't like to put the whole game on that one play. Um, other than that, um, it was just – it was for the first three quarters, it was just the Patrick Mahomes show until he got hurt. Uh, he got the job done. He completed passes, and Daryl Williams performed in the run game where we thought we would see Le'Veon Bell later in the season. Um, 
for, for the difference maker in this game was the Browns were playing from behind the whole time, and when you're playing from behind, you can't just pound the rock every single play. Yeah, uh, Chris Jones did a really, really nice job of stopping the run. Um, so one thing I will say, going back to that one Rashard Higgins play, I don't want to put the game or the entire game on that one play for what for the reason um, being Mahomes went out and we were shooting, we were making bad plays. Nick Chubb, arguably the best pure running back in the league. Granted, it means pure running back, but he's a superstar. He had four dropped passes. Kareem Hunt had two. Hooper had one. Jarvis had one. When, when you combine for like you know for eight drops, it's you're not you don't want to win. Not only that, the penalties. and then even worse. On a third and fourteen, you give up a fourteen-yard run to the backup quarterback to put I'm them at fourth. I'm getting to oh, that. we're not there yet. No, the point. So, if had Mahomes stayed in, and uh, Baker and the Browns been within set, you know, been within five with Mahomes in there with Chubb and with everyone clicking on on everything, and the game ending up being 49-44 Chiefs, then yeah, I would say that play absolutely cost the Browns the game because it was a, it could have been a a 10 point swing and it, it because had so had that been called had that play been called had the nfl done what they want and what they say they do and they care about player safety granted i know it's a tough angle but anyway assuming that was called that's first and goal on the one or maybe the two for the browns and obviously you can't automatically assume they're going to score a touchdown but browns are top five in goal to go scenarios so it's fair to assume that they would be able to score a touchdown there that's seven points on the board for them and, assu- and assuming um, – and Patrick Mahomes, when he drove down the field to score that uh, – the field goal in the dying seconds of the uh, of the first half, he had, I believe, eight seconds left to do that. So assuming we scored a touchdown and we used up more than eight seconds, that's most like – they're most likely not going to drive down the field to get that field goal. We're most likely going to get a touchdown there, cutting their lead uh, significantly and allowing us to take a sizable lead um, in the second half, a little okay. bit frustrating to see a Brown. Like I said, to see a Browns uh, as a Browns fan, but we didn't deserve to win that game because we couldn't stop Chad Henney, and our defense was abysmal. And our, I mean, they did a good job stopping the run. We had a lot of key drops. Yes, it would have been nice to win that game, but um, you know that obviously that that play is bad. I and I think that this is the last thing I'll say. I think that the NFL should. Uh, change their rules. I don't care about the touchback rule. Everyone's complaining, but that that's the rule, and I like that. I understand that. You shouldn't reach out for it. It's more the helmet to helmet. It's the missed helmet to helmet. I don't really care about. You know, Higgins shouldn't have done that. But when the NFL cares about how um, they say they care about player safety, and it was just frustrating to see Higgins well, get absolutely I mean, clocked. My my when you say that is Daniel Sorensen's coming in trying to make a play to stop him yeah, from yeah, yeah. scoring. No, I, Higgins, I, I'm not saying Higgins. I'm not saying, my point is Higgins diving for the end zone is Higgins not protecting himself anymore. So if I understand the Daniel Sorensen hit was helmet to helmet, but you have to realize Daniel Sorensen wasn't going for the helmet; he was going for the body. But Higgins' decision to lay out caused the helmet to helmet. So I don't want to blame it on Higgins because it's not Higgins' fault. But my point is that's a fifty-fifty call at that point because it can go either way. The ref can see what I'm saying or he can see what you're saying. It, it's not it's never going to be consistent and even if they review it i'm not positive they would have overturned it because of what i'm saying 
So, so that being said, I agree. There, there's two different calls there. There's targeting, which is Vontez perfect, and there's helmet to helmet contact, which is anytime a helmet touches the head or neck area of a defenseless player. Higgins laying out puts himself in a spot where he is absolutely not ready to take a any or any a hit really at all, but much less a head to head. And again, the refs, I don't, I'm not really that angry because. In, with the initial look, he was on the far side, and I didn't even see it the first time I looked at it. But the play was under review. All turnovers are under review, and they looked at it for a good amount of time. They looked at all different angles. They looked at all the angles that we, the viewers, the announcers, everyone saw. And they, I again, I'm not sure if there was – maybe they can't overturn it at that point. Maybe, I don't – like you said earlier, they can't throw a flag at that point. But I think that in and of itself should be changed because – unreviewable plays are ridiculous in my opinion when the nfl is a game of inches and these things happen i i think that that rule should be changed if higgins you know pull you know did anything other and and fumbled the ball out of the end zone then i don't care that's his fault but i i think that's a call there for sure all right um Again, I'm going to stick by it. It's a 50-50 call. I do think it should be reviewable. I don't disagree with you on that, but in the moment, it happened. And you can complain about that. Chiefs fans would have complained that Mahomes got hurt. So it, it, it went – at the end of the day, it went both ways this game. No, agreed. But the, the, at least the Mahomes hit was clean. I think there was a bit of a little unnecessary pull after he was on the ground. But, again – He got his hand stuck. But the point is – Seeing Patrick Mahomes' his mother, but seeing Patrick Mahomes' mother freak out about a dirty about a dirty hit, which was a shoulder tackle, versus a head to head, and she didn't say a word about the head to head. Like that's just yeah, but shows, Patrick you know, Mahomes' mother is only going to defend Pat. Oh no, absolutely. I, but, you know, she, but also Chiefs fans in general just getting angry for that hit, but not the hit on Soros. Like you know, come on. One was helmet to helmet. I understand it's the stud quarterback, but if Patrick Mahomes is taking that helmet to helmet then Daniel Sorensen is going to be publicly hung in Kansas City. So, yeah. anyway, moving on. The Chiefs were the better team there. We, we shot ourselves in the foot with all the drops and allowing Chad Henney to still score seven points on us. Or three. Anyway. All righty. On to the, uh, I'd say the most emotional game of the night for any oh, fan. Far. Any fan, whether you're Saints, Buccaneers, or any other team in the NFL. Uh, it's not official official yet, but it's basically official that we saw Drew Brees play his last career NFL game and probably was his worst playoff performance of his career. Um, yeah, really, really sad. Saints jumped out to an early lead, and they ended up tying the ball game at halftime. But the second half, man, Drew Brees was just abysmal. And it, it hurt to watch because, one, I love Brady. I respect everything he's done. He's the greatest player of all time. But that doesn't change the fact I don't want him to succeed. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll claim myself to be a Brady hater, and I, I don't, I don't take shame in it. But uh, this was, I, it, it wasn't one defense played better than the other, this or that. It was the fact that Drew Brees threw three interceptions and was averaging four yards per pass, and we can really tell that age is taking a toll on him because that man can't throw the ball twenty yards down the field without looking like he's about to die. Yeah, I mean that's valid, but he was playing through four injuries this season, though that were most of most of which were um, were not publicly known. Yeah, but my issue with that is if they're not publicly known, you should just said it before the game. I I think sometimes they like to come out with. I'm not saying he's, Wait, no, but no, but the competitor in him, like he's not gonna, he doesn't want anyone to. to um, but then the, the same goes for Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been playing when yeah, he's needed surgery okay. all year. It's like you could say that about a lot of players. It's 
it, it's common in the league now. It's I'm not. Yeah, no, playing through injury, stubborn players definitely. It's just my my issue is playing through injury or playing not through injury. I need you to manage the game. You can't go out there and throw three interceptions because then you playing through injury is hurting the team more than starting Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill at that point. Yeah, probably. Um, I I don't know. That's all I really got to say about this game. I I really appreciate the moment with Brady and Breeze after the game, Brady throwing to Breeze's kids, all that. I think that. That as as a fan, that was one of the like happiest moments so far of my lifetime. Yeah, that was very that was that was very nice to see. Watching Breeze walk to the locker room, you know he's kissing, he's blowing his, fi- his the, final turnaround. The that, that that look back, Ugh. that look back where he just looked back, embraced the moment, embraced his career, and hats off to Breeze on his career because he he'll go down as one hell of an NFL player and. Uh, I think he's top five, but I'm not saying top five, but he's got a Super Bowl. He's basically got every other record with Brady side by side. Um, Speaking of untimely or speaking of retirements of the greats, Bill Rivers announced today that he will be hanging up his cleats after 17 seasons in the NFL. Yeah, he can uh, finally, finally have some kids with his wife, right? I mean, he's been putting off that family for so long. It's nice to see that he's actually, you know, he's going to make an effort. And um, it'll be fun to see. Now, granted, I, I was not aware that his plan was to go become a high school football coach. Was that? Did you know about that? I didn't, but good for him. A lot of NFL players do it. Yeah, he's going to go uh, to Alabama and coach a high school football Maybe game, one, Maybe one day we'll see him in college or the real league, hopefully, as a coordinator or something. I mean, if he ever gets lucky enough to have some kids of his own, maybe he'll be coaching them. He has like 10 kids, Mitch. Oh, Oh, you were joking. (laughs) Well, you, you, all right. Well, for those of you watching, Adam just deflated everything we've been building up to, but he's got nine kids. Um, Yeah, so another Does that like break social distancing guidelines when they lived at home during the pan, like heart of the pandemic? I'm pretty sure you couldn't have social gatherings of 10 or more, so. (laughs) Most likely. Someone should have called the cops on the Rivers family because. They break in the law. Um, Agreed. Um, I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. We 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 talked about this after after last episode, but I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, we can we can debate. I, this I'm, later, I'm gonna but... be stubborn. I'm not gonna say he is. He isn't. Uh, we we can. This isn't a time for ep- this episode. Uh, the one thing we gotta do in this episode is we got conference championship predictions coming up this Sunday, three oh five and six forty. We have the Packers versus the Buccaneers. Rodgers versus Brady. Brady versus the one guy that people think threatens Brady's GOAT status. Um, that's still playing. Um, mm-hmm. I think if uh, if Brady gets this win to this week, I think he uh, officially locks himself in as the greatest of all time. I don't think it's an argument. but it, I, I still won't say that, but yeah. It, it's... it's <laughs> it's going to be a good game. I mean, we got the Packers electric yeah. offense. We got the Buccaneers electric offense. And both defenses, the Buccaneers, I'd give them the edge, but I'd also give the Packers the edge on offense. So I think it's, this is a very evenly matched game. Um, you have two goats duking it out. I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers, I think. Really? I, I respect all right. Brady and all, but. Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are going up against the NFL MVP this week. Yeah, no, that's that's true. 
the last time the um the Bucks won the won a game in the divisional uh in the divisional round, they won the Super Bowl back in two thousand two. So history might repeat itself here. That being said, I'm going to take a Rod, <laughs> but I'm hoping to God it's not a Lamar Jackson Josh Allen game where only twenty points in total offense. I, I doubt scored. that'll happen. I no, I, I I doubt it as well. I want to see Devontae have a touchdown. I want to see A B. I want to see Mike Evans. I want to see A B. I want to see I want to see shootouts. Yeah, it's explosiveness, and I want to see a big hug between the two of them at the end of the game. I mean, I because, think we all know we'll see it. Yeah, I mean, I think so as well. Can you believe this is the first time they've ever met in the playoffs? I can, because if it wasn't before this season, that would have been yeah, super actually, that's, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> but it's just it's still like. If one forgets, I mean, that, I, I bet last week was Brady. the first time Brady played Brees in the playoffs. Maybe. Um. Yeah, you're probably right about that. <laughs> but uh, it was still. Interesting. Yeah. With that said, we both <laughs> we both have the Packers. Um, but we both think it'll be a close game. I could go either way, and it, it, same can go for the next game we're going to talk about. Brady is dangerous. Um, it's going to be tough. Chiefs Bills. Uh, yeah. I've been high on the. Mahomes is playing, but in what he has not, he's still in concussion. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's Patrick Mahomes, man. Uh, It doesn't matter if he gets one day of practice or 10 days of practice. That man's going to go out and fall out. I don't, I don't care what he has. No, agreed. But he might be limited in his injury. I mean, he, he also hurt his foot in that game as well. He, um, I, I initially thought it was turf toe. It did not look like it was turf toe, but either way, you know, he's not going to be a hundred percent. So will Josh Allen and the explosive bills, uh, Will they be enough to overcome the king, or uh, will he be making a uh, case for? You know, all I'm gonna himself? say is I'm just praying the Chiefs lose. I can't. I, it's like you with the Steelers or Ravens. I just hate the Chiefs, man. And I respect Josh or uh, Patrick Mahomes and everything, but I like Josh Allen more, and I like the Bills more. Uh, with that said, Bills are coming into this game as an underdog uh, on the betting line, so just an underdog overall. Um, I go back and forth on who I want to win this game because the Chiefs knocked us out of the playoffs at the same time. It's funny. Um, the AFC West slander is funny from you, so I kind of want the Chiefs to win it. Yeah, but we're all Bills fans. Also, we want to see Bills Mafia be happy. They haven't. They 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 earn this. Like, it's a win-win for me. I I love Josh Allen. I love Patrick. Yeah, but Holmes, you, so you 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 want to see be. the Chiefs go back to the Super Bowl again? Like, you really want to see that? I want Mahomes to do. De- I truly believe Mahomes is the greatest NFL player we've ever seen athletically, and I think that I wanted to build on his lineage there. All right, all right. So if he wins another Super Bowl, only a few more until he can officially be crowned the. Goal. All right, all right. Um, with that said, I'm going Bills. <laughs> I, I don't care. I can't bring myself to take the Chiefs. I'm not taking the Chiefs. I'm I'm taking. No, with the information I have now that Mahomes will be playing, I have the Chiefs. All righty, and with that, I guess we're wrapping it up for this week. Um, a pretty quick episode, but we just wanted to get our predictions yeah. and recap out there. Um, I would like to thank everybody for listening. I hope you're having a happy new year so far. Uh, with that said, hope everybody is able to wind down on Sunday, watch two good football games, and that's all. Thanks for listening, guys.